we just peel the cucumber and that was comes off and <laughs> they eat cucumber. this always. No, cucumber. No, it's not cucumber. It's cucumber. <laughs> oh my god, I'm never gonna call a cucumber a cucumber again. <laughs> Give me the cucumber. <laughs> Yo, I feel sexy as shit saying that. Welcome to We Don't Deserve Dogs. That was a very morning, this is a very morning podcast. That was a very morning hello for me. Welcome, I'm Dr. Lisa Lippman. Is that why you sound like a dude when you first started <laughs> you talking? like a dude, yeah. Hey, let me tell you something. <laughs> That's <huh>? okay. <laughs> I'm Richie Redding, and today's podcast is yet another example of the internet coming alive. Oh my God, did it ever. So let's get to our guest. He is a dachshund dad, or as our friend, the great Rob Belushi would call him, a ween father. <laughs> but also, he is parent to not one, not two, but six mother effing guinea pigs. He is the cure. <laughs> Curator of the wildly popular Instagram page Piggy Potatoes. It is Philip Appy. Yeah, hello. I'm happy to be here with you. Okay, so you and your better half, who is Nadine. Na- Nadine. Uh, Pig mom. Yeah. Okay. Well, you need context. You can't okay. just call his lovely partner Pig Mom <laughs> <laughs> without some context. Okay. So uh, give us the context. Yeah. You guys are owners of, and parents to famous guinea pigs. Yes. Um, actually, we have seven guinea pigs. I think seven. you said six, <laughs> but we're oh. actually seven guinea pigs. How did that happen? Did you just leave them in the room and. <laughs> no, no, no! It's 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 a strict plan which guinea pigs we have at the moment. <laughs> a strict? Do they have a they have a, a guinea pig limit in in Austria? There's a guinea pig limit in this house. <laughs> there is. Who sets the limit? You or Nadine? I, I try it. <laughs> you try. I try it, but it, I think it doesn't work. Okay. Well, we we need a little bit. I think I need history and context well, as to what how yeah. you guys got there. So also, I I think that that seven is a good number because eight would be absurd, you know? Yeah. So congrats <laughs> on capping it there. You really put your foot down, bro. <laughs> I don't think he, something tells me he hasn't though. Something tells me he has not. And that's an actual interesting question because I did read that uh, I think you have, are they all females except for one neutered male? Yes, that's true. Yes, that's, yes, that's interesting. Okay, so I need to know how you got, so you affectionately call each other, the, and I didn't make this up, you <laughs> called each other when we were talking pig mom and pig dad. We, we just thought we call each other pig mom and pig dad, so it's easier for the followers to know who right. we mean. Yeah, there's a tag on one of your pictures, there's that mug that you got from like official pig dad or something, <laughs> at official pig dad, and when I clicked on that, I was shocked that it wasn't gay sex stuff. It's like, <laughs> especially because it was Dutch. It was like, wait a second. Oh, no, it's just guinea pigs. Okay. It, was, it was one of those things that you click on it like, oh, oh it's just guinea pigs. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Back so I question. think, yeah, no, I think we need. So, Philip, I guess 
I don't know if you can speak for Nadine, but how did, did you grow up with pets? Give us like a little bit about your path as to how you came into guinea pigdom. Yes, yeah, sure. I can't speak for Nadine, but it all started in the childhood from Nadine. She got her first guinea pig with six, with six years. And that's all how it started. She got two guinea pigs. They lived for about four years and they died, sadly. Oh. And then she had one year without guinea pig that then again guinea pigs came. It was Charlie. He's our profile picture. He got our oldest and he became our oldest guinea pig ever. He got nearly 11 years old. Wow. That's that's pretty old. Yeah, that's beyond their normal age range, right? Yes, I, I think it's about four to six years for guinea pigs and he was very, very old. That's amazing. Did you call the guinea book of world records? <laughs> I do comedy, guys. Proof when he was born. So I, oh, he doesn't have a little birth certificate and social security card. Yeah, <laughs> no, um, you can you can get them when you when you get guinea pigs from a breeder. You really get papers for your guinea pigs. So there's a birth certificate, and you uh, even uh, I don't know how it called in English, but. I think it's a family tree. You even get a family tree for guinea pigs with the grandpas and grandmas <laughs> and grand grandmas. Really? And so on. Grand grandmas. Oh, a grand grandma guinea pig. Can you just picture that? Yeah, so but it's cute. but it's like 15 years older than, <laughs> than, than the great great. It's so cute. Uh, okay, so did you grow up with pets? No, I I didn't grow up with pets. My parents are allergic to pet, to animals of every kind. So um, the first real pet I had was really when I met Nadine. Oh. It's a it's a really, really funny story because it was one of our first dates and we went to a park. It's called the Europe Park in Klangfurt. And I had a bag for a picnic and had a, a blanket in it and food and drinks. And she had also a bag and we sat down and I prepared everything for a romantic picnic. I was so nervous. I was 17 years old. I, I it was one of my first dates. And after that, I looked to her. Everything was prepared, super romantic. And I saw what's in her bag. There was nothing, no food or anything like that. There was a guinea pig. It was Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> she took him out and set him on the grass and he ran around in the park with, with hundreds of people. And I said, oh, and she said, yes. It was so important for me to show you one of my most important family members at first. <laughs> that is great. This is a girl after my own heart for sure. I love Nadine. Dude, that's next level. And that was, So that was a surprise. You had no idea the guinea pig was coming. No, no, I had and no like idea. You, I thought, thought it, maybe- it, she, she came with the bike. She came with the bike and the backpack. <laughs> and I thought she had some, something to swim. There is a lake next to the park. But I didn't think thought there was a guinea pig in it. And was is the, is the guinea pig on a leash? Like it just runs around the park? No, it, it, it was totally trained. It would never run away. It was always near us, running the rounds around us, but always keep in reach. And you don't have to worry about like dogs walking by. I didn't know anything about guinea pigs, so <laughs> I didn't worry about anything. But then I, I think Nadine was very sure with the thing she did. Yeah, so were, did you just fall in love with her right there or... Were you like, what's happening? Yeah, I would say I actually fell in love with her um, before <laughs> this, but this was the point I knew it was the the, the, the woman of my life and the, the love of my life. <laughs> That's amazing. Did you get to first base while the guinea pig was watching? What happened? 
<laughs> no, no, we we were we were very kind to each other, and we were so small. It was one of our first dates, and so no, there was nothing like this. Oh, <laughs> this is adorable. I, I just want to I just want to beg the point because I I do want to make this informational too. But guinea pigs were my first pet. Actually, I think that's how we. I posted you guys your the cutest, the most adorable Christmas video ever made on earth. It should be as popular as Mariah Carey's songs. Um, <laughs> and I had a photo of me when I was, I think I was eight. A guinea pig was my first pet. Guinea pigs make great first pets. Would you agree with that? Yes, yes, totally. Um, they're so interesting to watch and they're, they're kindly easily to handle f- for an adult Naturally, not for kids, but when an adult <laughs> is with the kids, it, it can work. So, but it's a very good, good animal because there are so many unique personalities in this pigs. You think it's just a little bean, a fluffy bean, and it sits around <laughs> and poops and food and poops and food and everything. But actually, there, there are so unique personalities that you can watch them all day and you see Every beginning pig is different, and I think that's why they are so good pets, even for for kids, to to watch them and to see how unique an animal can be, and how how good it can be to watch them, and how good for the soul it's even to see how they running around and be happy in in something you made for them. Yeah, yeah, and and I would, and also I'll just add to that they're pretty hardy, so I mean they do get sick. They've got certain diseases, which I think we should touch on at some point. I think Richie has a lot of burning questions that I want to let him get to, but um, <laughs> but they're pretty hard. They're overall easy to handle, pretty hardy. They're still a living being, so yeah, I wouldn't just like give them to a kid and be like, here you go. But with adult supervision, no, kids they are can murderers. Be great first pets for people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kids are murderers. I agree with that. Yeah. A thing that people ask all the time is like, is like, you know, how do, how can I make my dog famous? My dog's really cute. It's like oh. be an amazing photographer and do really fun things with them. And what you guys do, your videos especially that you make of these guys is it's phenomenal. The lady and the tramp thing of the, what are the what are the really long green plant life things that they eat? And th- these are cucumber c- 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 stripes. So we, we just peel the cucumber and that was comes off and. They eat this always. No, no, it's not cucumber. It's cucumber. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm never going to call a cucumber a cucumber again. (laughs) Give me the cucumber. (laughs) Yo, I feel sexy as shit saying that. I'm going to watch. Next time we can eat in a restaurant, I'm going to order. I'm going to look a waitress right in the eye. I'm going to squeeze my nipple and say, cucumber salad. Give me a cucumber. Cucumber. (laughs) Cucumber. Oh, that shit's sexy. Okay. So that's that's just a cucumber. That's a that's a peeling off of a cuke. <laughs> Did you set him up for that? Did no. You- <laughs> cucumber. That was just Ooh. <laughs> of all the things to ask him, like what those green are. I didn't know. Are. I thought it was a leaf of some kind. <laughs> cucumber. Okay. That shit's sexy. Uh, so are the guinea pigs. So I think you were asking about but, how they got so famous. Well, no, but but the <laughs> the the videos that you make of them eating uh, cucumber peels, it's so absurdly cute. But there's one of them. You have them four across, sitting on a bench, and they're all just eating these things like at the same pace. 
It, it's mesmerizing. It's extreme. Stra- uh, that's what I would call most of your videos is strangely satisfying. Not right? strange. They're so it, cute. But but it's just satisfying to watch these things eat a kilkamba. Yeah. <laughs> but but how do you get four guinea pigs to sit still right next to each other? <laughs> Wait, there isn't a trick. We just do it. <laughs> it, it I, I think it's 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 training them. We we do it for a long time now. I think about three years. I guess I I don't I don't know it exactly, but I think we do it for three years. Most of them you see in the video um, are with us since we have the account. So we since we make videos and photos, so we do this um, on a regular basis. And I think they just get used to it. Uh, there is no real trick to do it. They just calm and relax <laughs> in this moment they, and want to eat. They are trainable. I when I had my guinea pig, I mean, I remember. I would let him like run around downstairs. I would put him at the bottom of the stairs. He would run upstairs, turn left and go into his own room. He knew where he lived. They are trainable. They're very smart. So we didn't get all their names. We've got, so uh, for my spine. I would like all their names and how how you came to have seven and why seven is your limit. I know Gwendolyn, (laughs) Zeus, Merida, Leia, Winky, and Woody. Who is this seventh that you're keeping from me? Sir, I just um, name all of them now again. <laughs> it's Merida, Zeus, Sansa, Woody, Winky, and Gwendolyn. Sansa, we're missing Sansa. That is, yeah. I, I, personally, I'm a total Woody guy. <laughs> I like Zeus. It's not Zeus. Yeah, Zeus. I, I, I fuck with Zeus. Yeah, it's it's Zeus, like the like the Greek god. Yes. Yes, yes. that famous Greek god Zeus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I so like it. H- how did how did it come to seven? So she pulled out one. Did you marry into seven guinea pigs, or how did you then come to say seven is a good idea? So when I met Nadine, she had two guinea pigs. Okay, this was Charlie and and Chilson. We they lived with us um, for I don't know how much years. I mean, six years or seven years when we were together, and. When time comes, there were apparently more guinea pigs in the house. And sometimes it was just like I was at the university and when I come home, there was another guinea pig in the cage. <laughs> so it started all with, with with Sansa and Woody. We got them on Christmas Day, actually, um, 2016. When we moved to Graz, we, we, we lived in a very rural um area before in Carinthia and we moved to to Graz to um, study at the university and when we moved here we, we we rescued Marita she was at a zoo in Austria where they had guinea pigs and they had so much guinea pigs that they they started to give them away for free and we said we have the space to get another guinea pig and then we took her so Marita is come to the gang and after that, we um, rescued Gwendolyn as well. Gwendolyn was was at the breeder, and she were there to make babies. So she had already uh, multiple time babies, and we said we like her so much, we want to take her with us. And she he said yes, okay, that's okay for, with him because she made already so much babies. So that's how we got 
Gwendolyn. It so, seems like breeding guinea pigs would be a very easy job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and I guess also for people who want to know how to get a guinea pig, how do you recommend getting it? People probably don't know. There are multiple ways to get guinea pigs besides just a pet store. So how, how would you recommend getting a guinea pig? I would recommend to get a guinea pig from a guinea pig rescue or an animal shelter. There are so many guinea pigs because people often don't think when they make presents or buy it for their kids that they are really some work often. So you have to clean the cage once a week or often or more often and you have to cut the nails, you have to go to the vet when they are ill and so on. And there are so many guinea pigs at animal shelters and guinea pig rescues. So the first um, place where I would search for a guinea pig is definitely animal shelter. After that, I would look after um, breeders which are trustable and good people. <laughs> I, I, there are breeders as well that are um, making them very cruel and don't look after their guinea pigs. They just get more and more and more and they want to sell it and make profit with it. So when you find a breeder which is very trustable, you that would my be my second choice. Do you have Craigslist in Austria? Um, we have something similar. We have um, Wilhelm. <laughs> Wilhelm. <laughs> it's like I, I want. It's I want. Oh, yeah. dot yeah. com. And is is that where all the real shady shit happens? Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. It's it's restricted <laughs> here now. So the EU restricted the private animal um, trading. So really? you have to be a proven certificated um, breeder or a pet store to sell animals here, even online. That's probably a good idea. Well, are pet stores as crappy? I mean, here we you can get certificates. Like you can get, anybody can be a USDA certified breeder. It doesn't mean anything. In Austria, it's very f- right. similar. Um, we, we, you don't have very big, big um, cages or something like that. The, the veterinarian from the state comes and looks if the cages are good for guinea pigs. And when this is the case, they give you the certificate and then you can breed how much you want. Right. But very little rules otherwise, or probably oversight or care. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa ruins everything. Yeah. Uh, well, so things I didn't know before, because I, I know very little about guinea pigs. I didn't know, like, you know, you mentioned that you have to clip their nails, which seems obvious, but uh, that they need haircuts. Like, their hair keeps growing. Yeah, um, there are short hair guinea pigs and long hair guinea pigs, and long hair guinea pigs have hair that grows and grows and grows and grows, and when you didn't cut them um, regularly, you they get very um, dirty on the back, especially. And right. that's very bad for the Cleaning or the, the, the what's uh, what's German for dingleberry? <laughs> I don't know what dingleberry is. Sorry, you don't know what dingleberries are. It's when little poop balls stick to the butt hairs. <laughs> oh no, uh, um, I don't think that. that there's a special word for no, that. No, I think that's a made-up American word. Um, this defies everything I know about Germans. Okay, but uh, so, <laughs> but that brings us to a point. Uh, so, getting them spayed or neutered. Have you gotten them? You talk about this is why you have seven. Is this why you have as many females and you have one neutered male? Yes, um, we 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 got soys from Germany. So my my wife Nadine um, saw him on the internet on a on a breeder platform, and she said, 
this skinny pig, I, I must have this skinny pig. This skinny pig has such a great personality. And then we drove for 12 hours in one direction to get him. It's <laughs> from, 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 from where we live to Germany. It's a, it's, I think it's about 600 kilometers in one direction. I don't know how you, much this is. You cross the Alps to get a guinea pig? Yeah, we drove a, a whole day and we got him. Then, um, we were so so happy to have him. We also get um, Leia from the breeder there. She's a, a good friend friend from us. She has really really beautiful guinea pigs and a really beautiful enclosure outside a, a whole barn full of guinea pigs, and they really have a beautiful life there. So we got him, and um, with the guinea pig. We also bought there with Leia. We, we transported them back to Austria um, for 12 hours again in the next direction. Wild. And we were, my wife was so happy to have him. It's it's her her favorite guinea pig when I really? when I can say this, oh, but I don't know if I'm allowed to say oh. this that she has a favorite guinea pig. <laughs> this is like watching The Crown last night. It they really had a whole is. episode on which child was their favorite. Yeah, you guys alert. need to do a spoof on that. It's the pedophile uh, for The Crown. Not yeah, the, they need not to do a spoof pigs. on The Crown. No, who's they the had an entire episode of which royal children was their favorite. It's I feel the that's yeah. the guinea pig. So Zeus, but, so. Uh, and well, did you get him neutered or did he come neutered? Yes, no, no, he was not neutered when we got him. Um, he also um, made babies once with Gwendolyn because we wanted babies with Gwendolyn. Oh. She was she was always our, our heart and our, our most oh. loved guinea pig ever. She has such great personality, so we wanted that we can make this further. And then we got him neutered after this one-time okay. baby with Gwendolyn. How so, many babies did they have? <laughs> so um, two biggies are at the at our family in Carinthia, and one biggie, Winky, is with us. She's okay. the only the only one which stayed with us. So, other thing I learned from you guys is that there's so many squeaks and noises and just crazy sounds that they make are they communicating do you think they understand each other or is it just are they just having fun making noises i'm i'm sure they communicate and they understand each other so they always make little noises when they are hungry they are not they can't be not heard because they are so loud no i think they definitely communicate all the time with humans in another way than with each other, but on both ways. Yeah, that's wild. It, and listeners, you have to check out uh, Piggy Potatoes Instagram and hear these little guys squeaking yeah. and squealing and making fun sounds. We didn't ask how they got so famous. Oh yes, <laughs> um, it, it all started actually with mice. We had a mice. <laughs> really? <laughs> and and um, we we got them from a friend and they got babies at our place and we make we made a photo of the babies and this photo got, got uh, so many likes at this moment it, it i think there were about 3000 likes that before we only made some small photos with Sansa and Woody when there was were small but i, I mean it's not it, the, the likes and the followers are not important for us. It's just something sure that came not. with the time. It, <laughs> it, it, it was, it, it, there are always so, um, 
some photos and posts which are skyrocketing and you have 100,000 views on a video and before there were um, not much attention much much attention to our um, account it it just happens for some reason i really don't know but i i would say um the the whole work on the account nearly the whole whole work makes Nadine she's the creative uh -huh. director <laughs> when I call it that way <laughs> um, she she does the photos she does the video editing she does the the communication with the community the um, a big part of the time and I I think she really really approved in in this in this time we may have to have this account when you see the first photos and now the videos they are so good, so good. um we, yeah. we we have so much um requests from from um from companies which want to have the rights for the videos and something oh. but that's not why we do this we do this because we want to share the happiness the guinea pigs give to us um we we have we this gives us so much when um follow us from us write us how they appreciate these posts and where for example when they the one wrote us that she was or she is um she has a depression and the only thing that really cheers her up are our videos and that give us so much back because that's why we do this we don't do this for followers or for money we don't want to earn any money with this we we never did anything for money with this we Sometimes we get bets or something like this for the biggest, but that's not for us. That's for the biggest, a little bit for us because we love them. <laughs> that's amazing. And I'm so glad that you're putting so much goodwill and good vibes into the world. But fuck all that. Get your money, boy. <laughs> get that money. I hope you get some money. I get mean, it's hard work. <laughs> and you're probably investing time and equipment and it's hard work. I would like to segue yeah. into uh, something that I came up with. I came up with something just for you okay. guys. So like I said, I admittedly knew nothing about guinea pigs going into this. But what I was very one of the things I was very surprised to learn was that there are 12 breeds of guinea pigs. And um, based on this newfound knowledge, Lisa... Yes. Dr. Yes. Lisa. I have created a game. They have uh, they have very interesting names, mm -hmm. these guinea pigs. So I have created a game called Piggy or Pottery. <laughs> and I'll read you a name, and you have to guess if it's a guinea pig breed or an item at Pottery Barn. Okay. But I would like for you me, to play. I'm, I'm guessing? You're guessing. Oh, me, not Philip? Uh, you, you, then him. Because I feel like he's cheating because yeah. he knows everything okay. about guinea pigs. All right. And I'll ask you not to look at my screen, dear. Oh, okay. Okay. The magpie. Is it guinea pig. piggy or pottery? Philip? No, I don't think that's a guinea pig. <laughs> oh, it actually is a guinea pig. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> yes, the magpie is a breed of guinea pig which comes with the black and white coat that has a distinct patch of colors. Kids may find this guinea pig very attractive. They are very loving and friendly with the kids, too. It is one of the best in the guinea pig category that would be adored in anyone's home. We could also probably challenge his sources, Philip, so we can look this up uh, after. I, I want to say that it's pretty unfair. I think we should do it in Sherman. <laughs> with, with German, with German breeding names. Oh shit! Yeah, no, it's it's going to continue to be unfair. So, yeah, it's uh, but you'll be a, a cool, a, a cool cucumber. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, the Larkin. 
Dr. Lisa, the Larkin, is that picky or pottery? Pottery. I agree, pottery. That is pottery. This oh, stylish stoneware brings artisanal beauty to the table with its rustic texture and reactive glaze. Dishwasher and microwave safe. Uh, <laughs> the Baldwin, Lisa. Guinea pig. Philip? Guinea pig. That is, in wow, fact. I'm a, not looking. I'm it not is, in looking. fact, a guinea pig. Uh, it is the hairless breed. They are born. With hair, but within two months, all of their hair would fall out, making them completely hairless. Wow. And can I just say, real silly looking. Yeah. Real, real silly looking. <laughs> they are actually it. forbidden here in Europe. Forbidden? Ooh. Forbidden? Yeah, yeah. They, they say it's a, a cru- cruel breed. It's cruel to breed them because they, they lose their hair when they grow up. So they get born with hair on and then they lose it. And it's not natural for guinea pigs to have no hair. So they are forbidden here oh, by law. Good, good, good. Really? Great. This okay. is exciting. Yeah. The Texel, Lisa, the Texel. Pottery. Philip? No, it's a guinea pig with long hair. Oh, oh. That is a guinea pig with long hair. Oh, uh, got me. Yes. If one has enough time to groom them, it is the right pick as it makes for an exotic breed among the guinea pigs. Uh, the Cambria deer. This is the final one. Cambria. Pretty sure that's a car, but I think it's also a guinea pig. Philip. Uh, I don't think it's a guinea pig. Okay. <laughs> uh, that is correct. It is actually pottery, Philip. Oh. Uh, Philip smoked Dr. Oh. Lisa on no, this one. I think he got one more than me. Yeah. Uh, AKA Okay, fine, fair. He uh, should. The Cambria is handcrafted in Portugal. This glazed stoneware combines a classic shape with rustic details. It's dishwasher, microwave, and oven safe. Unlike guinea Ov- pigs. Oven, yes. Microwave. <laughs> 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 Do not put your guinea pig in either the dishwasher, microwave, or oven. Uh, that is foreboding. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Good call, babe. Uh, okay, so. Philip, we have a uh, a game that we like to play, which is the personality test to better get to know people's usually dogs. But what we will do is we usually have people rank them in in uh, in order of one to ten. But just tell us which of your guinea pigs is uh, falls the most into these categories. Okay, yeah. Okay. Which one of your guinea pigs is the most manipulative? It's definitely Leia. It's That's our, my our name, white by the guinea way. pig. She, she, <laughs> she, she knows how, how beautiful she is. She's a really beautiful guinea pig. She's <laughs> all white with black eyes. That's very rare. And she knows that and she, she knows how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say this is my most favorite podcast we've ever done. Uh, ever. This tickle. This entire podcast tickles me silly. I feel like you're gonna. I know who you're gonna say. So, Grammability. Who does the best on the gram? The most popular is definitely Gwendolyn, because she always squeaked and weaked all the time, and and they that were very popular videos. And from that on, she had a very big fan base. Okay. Which one is the most savage? That's that's difficult to tell because. Um, Everyone has its its good and bad sides. <laughs> uh, it's hard to choose which one, but I would say it's it's Zoys. Is Zoys the bully of the bunch? <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. Um, but he, 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 I, I wouldn't say he's the bully, but he's he is is he's the one for law and order. <laughs> in the he's the law and order candidate. <laughs> Uh, okay, who has the most street smarts? If one of them was on the mean streets of Austria, who do you think would do the best? I, I think Sansa, 
she's so smart. She's she's so intelligent because she knows sometimes tricks and and movements that you wouldn't expect from a guinea pig. She's like a dog sometimes. So it's definitely Sansa. She would survive on her own all the time. <laughs> okay. What kind of tricks? At the moment in the winter, because we have much snow outside, at the moment we have the guinea pigs inside in a two-staged um, enclosure um, cage. And all the guinea pigs are all the time downstairs. And when I put in, or Nadine put in new hay, the only guinea pig which goes upstairs to the second hay rack is Sansa. She always knew when she hears the, the sound of the hay already, she goes upstairs and waits for the hay alone and then has all the, the hay. All to herself. That's great. Then which one is the bougiest? Okay, that's again Leia because she's... She knows how beautiful she is, so she, she acts like a diva all the time. <laughs> I thought I knew the answer to that one, but I was confirming. <laughs> uh, so what did you want to talk about in terms oh, of save okay. the guinea pigs? Well, Lisa saves guess, the planet and the guinea pigs. Yeah, and we can make this relatively quick. There are a few interesting facts that people should know about guinea pigs. I can rattle them off. Or, Philip, you can tell me if there's anything veterinary-wise you think is really important for people to know or anything that you've experienced with your guinea pig that you've had to take them to the vet for. Um, or when people should take them to the vet. Yes, um, I, I think you're the expert on this on, <laughs> in okay. this case, but um, there, uh, I think a, a very big um, topic when it comes to veterinarians and guinea pigs is first the uh, castration, um, how to castrate guinea pigs, how, what um, narcotics, big difference is on how many guinea pigs survive one on one hand and on the other hand of the narcotics they use. And we also have a, a very um, strange story after the castration of choice, I didn't tell, after the castration of choice, after nutrition, um, um, we went to, the, to a new um, vet here in Graz, because we didn't want to drive two hours to our old veterinarians uh, to Corinthia. So we let him castrate here. And after the castration, he, his lower part of the body um, swole and got really um, hard and big. And I don't know, some three days later, we, we went back to her and she said, no, it's normal. It It's just liquid in, in the body and will absorb again. And But we, we, we knew it wasn't right because it was hot, it was hard. And it, there, there, he, he was definitely not well. And we decided to drive to Corinthia. We rode row three hours to our, uh, two hours to our veterinarians, to our old veterinarians, which we knew since we were little kids. And they, um, immediately, um, cut him, uh, opened it and pulled out a big, um, I don't know in English, it's a, the corpus adipostum from the testicle. Uh, so the testicles always have a big, fat part on it and it stayed inside and this got infected and the whole um, lower part of him was already fuel with um, pure and near to his death. Uh, he was really, really ill. And if we didn't decide to change the vet, they, he would definitely die. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's, I think this, the moral of the story there is it is important to go to people who are well-versed in guinea pigs. Not all veterinarians treat guinea pigs. So uh, how big were these testicles? <laughs> 
actually, we, we, we took them with us. We wanted to put them in little jars <laughs> and to conserve them. Shut up. I you, told you people do this. We look, know people who I know people who do this. I'm I know so, a veterinarian who's made earrings out of them. They won't let you, like, for human stuff, if you get a tooth pulled, they won't let you keep it. But you can keep your guinea pig's balls. Right, yeah, yes. Um, actually, the, the, the first guinea pig, which, 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 um, made a bad operation and and left him ill. Um, didn't want to give us the testicles, so that's where we got where it was very suspicious for us because when they are out, we always took them with us. And before from our old story, we thought there is, was maybe something wrong at this moment. But the the rest, what what was inside of him. Um, yes, we took it with, with, with us. And the, the testicles, the, the testicles, um, testicles are not very big, but with this fat um, part on it, it's, it's, I think it's about four centimeters long what you get out. <laughs> That's big. Where do you keep these things? We wanted to conserve it in a jar, but then we moved and we had it in the, in the fridge and we wanted to conserve it, but there was then um, Corona and the lockdown and we never had the chance to do it again. So we decided to throw it away. Yeah. It was it was actually one of the biggest tragedies of this whole pandemic was all the guinea pig balls that went bad in refrigerators. <laughs> I have been saying that. I have been saying that. Okay. I'm, I'm going to throw out just some interesting facts. Okay. So one interesting fact is that guinea pigs like primates or us, we can't synthesize our own vitamin C. So it's really important to supplement them with vitamin C, fruits, vegetables. So getting their diet, it's a lot of husbandry, right? So getting their diet, their environment, right, is super important. They're also prone to ovarian cysts. So they can get ovarian cysts that become like very, very large, enlarge the whole abdomen, and then they need to go to surgery. They're they're also prone to urinary stones, um, which also can be treated via surgery. And let's see, anything else? Uh, certain upper respiratory infections, they can get pneumonia really Number easily. Number one cause of you- death is pneumonia. I came across that. I came <laughs> yeah. across that. It is. It's a, it's a big thing in guinea pigs. And actually, you have to be really careful if you have rabbits and guinea pigs together that you because rabbits can give them um, bordetella or um, type of, which can cause pneumonia in them, but they can also be symptomatic or the rabbits who give it to them can be symptomatic. So you have to be really careful housing rabbits and guinea pigs together. I think I think we've hit on some of the most important things. The ovarian cysts are big. Their teeth, you need to make sure that they have good teeth. Uh, they are constantly chewing. They're constant eruptors. So they need things right to chew down their teeth. Um, it's a rodent thing in general, right? Yeah, they're rod- and they're rodents. So that's another question people have. Good job, uh, babe. I don't want your studying are, to these go. Are important things. I mean, the big yeah. takeaway here is to keep your rabbits and your guinea pigs separate, <laughs> and to you know plan ahead when you've yeah. got guinea pig balls in the refrigerator. That's like it's <laughs> the biggest, most common okay. mistake. Okay, uh, Philip, you have been a fantastic guest, like we knew you would, and there's only one thing left to do, uh, and that is to determine by way of a quiz if you deserve guinea pigs. You know what it is. It's time for a quiz about dogs and shit. Okay, so question one. These are best out of three. These are multiple choice. You're going to do fine. You're a test taker. You're a med student. Okay, question one. East Grinstead, England is home to the now defunct guinea pig club, and it is not a club that you wanted to belong to. Why is that, Philip? 
Is it because it was an incredibly offensive term for Italian police officers? It was where burn victims were sent during World War II so a quack doctor could figure out plastic surgery. It was a lunch club that only served guinea pigs or because they were the original furries and every week Brits with horrible teeth frolicked in guinea pig outfits behind closed doors. That's a hard question. <laughs> um <laughs> so I, I I would take option two. <laughs> that is correct. Wow. Uh, yes, a Dr. Mackendo basically invented skin graft nose jobs there, and the townies were super polite. They never wanted to make their war heroes uncomfortable by gawking, so it became known as the town that doesn't stare. And currently, because of that, a lot of celebrities live there, including Adele, who recently bought a manor there. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's strange. Also strange. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> oh, this is my favorite question on this whole thing. Um, maybe my favorite question that I've ever encountered. Mm-hmm. I looked up the, ter- the search term famous guinea pig owners. I was stoked to get an instant result until I realized it was the shittiest list ever printed on the internet. It's a whopping three people None of them are currently alive, and one of them is a fictional character. So, of the names below, which one was not listed on the shitty list of famous guinea pig owners? Teddy Roosevelt, Queen Elizabeth I, Rodney from Dr. Doolittle, or Patty Tolan, a.k.a. Leslie Jones' character from Lady Ghostbusters? Well, I I know that that Rodney from Dr. Doolittle is actually the guinea pig. (laughs) (laughs) It's <laughs> just the answer to the question. So it's it is actually uh, Patty Tolan. Oh, Yay. yeah. So it was a trick question, but I thank you for that. So here's how bad this. Li- I'm I'm going to give you that one, okay? But you get it. Here's how bad this list is of the, of uh-huh. the top three famous guinea pig owners. Rodney, played by Chris Rock, was the name of the guinea pig and was listed on this thing. So it's confusing. Yeah. So the site listed a fictional talking guinea pig as the owner of a guinea pig mm-hmm. when everybody knows it was Eddie Murphy's daughter, Madden aka knows. Maya Doolittle's guinea pig. <laughs> Duh. Got it. Philip knew that. Okay, <laughs> you're two for two so far, buddy. Question three, take us home, take us out of here. What country first launched a guinea pig into space? USA, France, China, or Soviet Union? Yeah, um, I would go with the Soviet Union. That is correct. (laughs) On March 9th, 1961, the Soviet Union launched the Sputnik 4 that carried a dog named Chernuska, some mice, frogs, and for the first time, just for fun, a guinea pig. And we're happy to report that all of them were successfully recovered. Aww, but it turns story. out, you deserve, you deserve guinea, guinea pigs! pigs. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Good job, dude. Uh, remind people again of your page, where they can find you and have to follow all your videos. Yes, um, you can find us on Instagram under the Piggy Potatoes. It's easily to find. <laughs> I don't think the there's another um, account I'll, named like this. Awesome. I'll be posting them all the time. We also have a, a YouTube account, but it's just for the videos of Instagram. But if you want, you can always follow us on every platform you can find us. That's great. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. And listeners, we love you. Thank you. Keep sending us stuff on Instagram, all the social media. Yep. We love hearing from you. And bye-bye. Bye. 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 
Thank you so much for listening to We Don't Deserve Dogs. I'm Richie Redding. And I'm Dr. Lisa Lippman. Yeah. And you can find both of us at our respective handles, those exact names, at Richie Redding, at Dr. Lisa Lippman. And uh, I just want to give special thanks to our editor, of course, who is Jordan Aaron, and our executive producer, King Joffrey himself, Jeff Umbro, of The Podglomerate. And you can find more of their shows at thepodglomerate.com. Some of the music in this episode comes from Breakmaster Cylinder. Make sure to check out the sponsors you heard in this episode because that really helps provide the show to you free of charge. Let them know we sent you. It also really helps people to find the show if you rate and review on Apple Podcasts or share an episode on socials. Tag us at We Don't Deserve Dogs and let us know what you thought. We'll see you next week when we return with another episode of We Don't Deserve Dogs. All content provided on We Don't Deserve Dogs is for informational purposes and entertainment value only. None of the content on We Don't Deserve Dogs is intended to constitute third-party veterinary advice or any other third-party professional advice. The content We Don't Deserve Dogs distributes or transmits should not be considered as a substitute for any type of professional veterinary advice. Nothing on We Don't Deserve Dogs is intended to be used as a veterinarian's diagnosis, veterinary treatment, or any other veterinary service and should not be relied on to affect the medical therapy of any pet. Nothing transmitted to or from We Don't Deserve Dogs can replicate a true doctor-patient relationship between yourself and a veterinarian. Your dependence on the content of any information found on or transmitted by We Don't Deserve Dogs is at your own risk. For veterinary care and advice, please see your veterinarian. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.